You're listening to Inward with Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld on the Shefa Podcast Network. Join Rabbi Joey as he guides us through the world and major works of Kabbalah, Hasidic masters, and Jewish philosophy, shedding light on the inner life of the soul. Okay, so Be'ezras Hashem, we're going to be beginning something new in addition to the regular shirim on the Hakdam of the Zayar Kadosh. We're going to be spending a little bit of time each week discussing a particular passage from the Zohar Kadosh related to that week's Parsha. And the goal in this, in addition to accessing the Zohar Kadosh in a new way, which is the teva, that is shomer on a person when they find themselves in stages of concealment, as the Ramchal describes in the beginning of his biur on the Ijarab and Adir Bamarom, that the Zohar HaKadosh is like the Teva in the sense that it does not negate the floodwaters on the outside, but rather it creates a womb-like space of comfort and calmness within the very flood itself. And Baha'i Safra, Yachkin Megalusa, that the floodwaters are like the gullus of the Neshama that can't find any place to rest, and it's specifically going to be through the Zohar HaKadosh that a person is going to find that secret of Karve El that those pockets of air, those pockets of light, those pockets of breath that are drawn down from the Gan Eden that perpetually exists within one's mind, that is always available and at the ready to be opened up when one opens up the Sefer of the Zohar HaKadosh. In addition to the value of learning the Zayar Kadosh in a time like this, following the, the Hadrach of the Tzadikim Amitim, is the recognition of what the Balatanya said, that the person has to be able to live with the times. The person has to be able to find themselves in the unfolding narrative of the Torah HaKadosh as it's Meschadesh each and every year. When we're Messiah from Bereshis to the Zayis Bracha, then we re-enter into a new revelation, a new Hishadshis of what the Torah HaKadosh means to us. The Torah HaKadosh doesn't change, but we uncover further and further levels within the infinitude of the text itself, which means to say that living with the times as the Balatanya told us, finding our narrative in the partials themselves is of utmost necessity, especially nowadays where the alignment of current events as well as the alignment of the narratives or the current events within the Torah HaKadosh itself are aligned in a singular type of way. So when we align ourselves with the Koyach of the Zohar HaKadosh as well as the weekly reading of the Torah HaKadosh, we're accessing the doubled power of drawing ourselves into the light of the Zohar, but allowing the light of the Zohar in this particular instantiation to direct us in terms of something to learn from this week's Parsha. And so so instead of going in a particular order of learning from the beginning to the Parsha to the end of the Parsha, which would be an impossible task, what we're going to do is we're going to find particular points. I'll show them a core. And Be'ezra Sashem will go from there to, to a little bit of a, an interpretation to, to give us insight from the Zohar Kadush into this week's Parsha. And so we're looking in Parsha's Chayisara. In Parsha's Chayisara. And we're going to be looking at Daf. Kuf Chaf Zayin Amaralev. So I use the Musar Harav Kuk three volume set, which is the first Chilak is Bereshis, second Chilak is Shmos, and third Chilak is Vayikra, Bamidbar, and Devarim. So this is Chilak Aleph, Taf Kuf Chaf Zayin Amaralev. And this Zayar is coming to talk about what happens when Avram Avinu reacts to the traumatic death of Sarah Imenu. 
and how he engages in the process of burial, how he engages in the process of finding finding the place, how to place that loss within this world, how to create the memory, how to create the mark or the tzion, the nefesh chaya, how we access that memory of sorrow, the chaya sorrow, how we access that point in this world itself, which is part and parcel of the secret of tchiyas amesim, of creating the kever, creating that space for burial is the preparation necessary with the deep-rooted belief that Tchiyas HaMesim will come and it will come immediately and therefore the act of Kavura, the act of Rachamim and Chesed Shalemes that comes along with Kavura in the in the shadows of death is ultimately a preparation, a sowing of the light for the future. The Zara Kadr says as follows, discussing what it was exactly that had Avram Avinu so excited about Mara Samach Pela. Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rabbi Yehuda says, Avram Yoda Bahahu Ma'ar that Avram Avinu ultimately knew of this hidden of this hidden cave of Marasamach Pela, because his heart and his desire were perpetually there. Begin the because there had already been a time from beforehand that he had found access to that place. And he saw over there that Adam and Chava were buried there. And how did he know that it was them? How did he know? How did Avram Avinu know of this deep secret that drew his heart and his rutzon to that hidden place of Marasa Machpelah all of his life, even before having to bury Sarah there? But rather, Avram Avinu was looking at the visage, looking at the personality that he encountered there. And as he was looking, suddenly there opened up a particular opening into the Garden of Gan Eden that rested there. These openings, these pockets of, of light and ore that the tzaddikim were able to be mamshich, that around themselves, and when they were... And when he found that place, when he found that entry point to Ghana, then he saw this individual. Anybody who looks at this face of Adam, anybody who looks at this hidden face, they're not going to leave this world except by way of Misa. Begin how do we know that seeing Adam, how do we know that seeing this, this spiritual image that Avram Avinu beheld at the access point in Marasamach Pelotikane then? We know because each and every time prior to a person's departure from this world, they encounter this, this spiritual visage. And when they encounter that spiritual visage of Adam, so that's when they leave the world. So we see that there is a connectivity between the two of them. But But when it came to Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu looked over there and he saw the image. And instead of passing away, Avram Avinu saw a singular light that was illuminated in the cave. And there was a singular candle lit. Avram Avinu never wanted to leave that place that he saw that singular candle, that he saw that singular illumination that beckoned him to the opening of Gan Eden in this world. But because he had to leave, nevertheless, his heart and his desire were perpetually there. Perpetually there. So the secret is that Avram Avinu 
prior to coming to Marasa Machpeli, he was able to uncover the secret of a Pesach to Gan Eden. And the Pesach of Gan Eden, as Avram Avinu describes, is a singular candle and a singular light. Because Echad Haya Avram, the Kayach of Avram Avinu, was to see the Or of Achdas in all things. And the very entry point into Gan Eden is the secret of Ner Echad Daluk, of one candle, a singular flame that is illuminated. Because Avram Avinu, we know, saw a Biradolekes. He saw a world in flames, various flames, an Or of Kitov, an Or of Ra, all of these various flames that the Oivde Psalim believed in, that this was a light for this and this was a light for that. The Tachlis of Avram Avinu was to come to recognize that the Shirish of all of the Oiris in the world are a singular or singular candle, and that's the Hamshacha from Gan Eden. That's the Nahar HaYoytzim Yedin, the Hashka Yes, there can break up into four Roshim, but nevertheless, the singularity of that river is what beckons to mind the unity of Echad Haya Avram, and that was what beckoned him to Mara Samach to that doubled nature. The Zayar HaKadosh continues. The Zayar HaKadosh continues on the next staff, Kufchav Zayin Amad Beis, and it says as follows. Rabbi Elazar Amar. So that was Rabbi Yehuda's shita that Avram Avinu saw an opening to Gan Eden there. Rabbi Elazar says, Amar Avram When Avram Avinu entered into that cave, Heich how did he ascend? Begin That in truth, Avram Avinu was chasing after a young calf, a young calf that was running away. As the Pasuk says, that Avram was running after the Bakar. The Bakar are the Nishamos that need fixing, the Nishamos that are in need of Tikkun, those things in this world that appear to be devoid of rectification, that Sadiqim run after them. They run specifically after the ones that have moved away from the, the, the crowd, have moved away, have deviated away, have gone down that singular path to the side, as Rabbi Nachman describes. We find this with Moshe Rabbeinu also, Raya Mahemna, who was able to follow after that singular sheep, which led to his exposure to the Rabbanishalism for the first time in the Sneha Boyer Be'esh. Avram Avinu was chasing after an Egel, the Agla. And this Egel, this young calf, ran, ran, ran until that cave. And Avram Avinu entered in after this calf and he saw what he saw, this nondescript vision. It's not about the content of the vision, but rather about the belief in what Avram Avinu saw. We'll never know what Avram Avinu saw. We'll never know what Rashbi meant that Avram Avinu saw. But what we believe in is that what Rashbi understood that Avram Avinu saw and what Avram Avinu saw is all contained within the secret of Chama Madachama. He saw what he saw to begin the Ehud Sali Kal Yuma Vyuma Vahave Nafik Adahu Chakal. Each and every day, Avram Avinu would desire and he would go each and every day all the way to that field where Maras Machpelah was, the Havisalik Reichen Yiloyen, because there was the emergence of profound olfactory senses, a profound scent that was emergent, beautiful sense, the scent of Gan Eden, which is a secret of redemption and Mashiach Tzidkenu and the Chusha, Chusha Reach, the Chamanuhure Denafik Migon Ma'arta. And he saw a light, he saw a singular light emerging out of that cave of Itzali and he dove in there. And that was the place that HaKadosh Baruch Hu spoke to him. That's why Avram Avinu was drawn there. The only place to go to after a Misa, the only place to go to when things are difficult is to that place where a person speaks to the Rabbani Shleilam and to that Makom, and to that Derech that a person encounters the Rabbani Shleilam. Because in truth, Avram Avinu was perpetually yearning after this place, perpetually yearning after Marasim Ha'pela. 
And if Avram Avinu was so obsessed with this place because that was the encounter with the Rabbanish Lailam, that was the Pesach to Gan Eden, then why was he only going now? Because he didn't have a necessity and therefore he wasn't protected to go there. But now that there was a necessity, necessity breeds the compassion necessary. There's a new access to Kolchos that were hitherto unrevealed prior to the necessity of the utilization of them, which means that in accordance with our recognition of the necessity of these specific tools and powers that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives down into the world, so too is our, our access point going to be, that the more desperate a person is without that Or of Emunah and without Torah, the more accessible the Or of Emunah and the Or of Torah is going to be for that person. Tachazi, come and see, and here the Zayar HaKadosh is going to deliver a profound, profound, significant statement of how to live our lives in the day-to-day. Tachazi. Come and see. How had had Ephron Hachiti seen what Avram Avinu saw? Had he actually beheld the secret to the opening of Gan Eden? Had he actually beheld the singularity of the light? Had he actually found the import of davening in that place, then he would have never let go of this ma'aran. He would have never given it to Avram forever. But rather, in truth, he didn't see anything in it. He saw nothing in it. Because the image of Akadosh Baruch Hu is not revealed other, rather to those who fear him. It was revealed to Avram, but it was not revealed to Ephraim. Avram is and Ephraim had no shaykhis to what was being revealed to Avram because he had no shaykhis to Avram himself. And he didn't see anything but darkness. And for that reason, he sold it to Avram. Avram didn't force him to sell it. He just had to request it. He had to request it because in truth, in truth, in truth, Ephron wanted to let go of this. Ephron was disgusted by this cave because he didn't know what it was. He didn't know what it was. He didn't know what it was, and therefore he was disgusted by it. What we find in this Zayar Kadosh is that the Or Kitov, the Or Haganus, the Pesach Tagan Eden, that light of the encounter with the Rabbanish light that Avram Avinu beheld in Marasa Machpela, that was revealed to Avram, and Ephron was looking at the very same Matthias, and all he saw was Chayshach. It's dependent upon the vision. It's not dependent on what a person is looking at, but rather how a person is looking at it. Avram Avinu had eyes open. He was capable of seeing the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Reich of Ganeidin that was Oilem Isham. He understood the deep significance of this. But Ephron, who didn't have his eyes open to the Metzias of what was really going on, he was disgusted and he wanted to unload it as quickly as possible. And with this Isairus of the Histaklus Anachoyna, when we learn to look, when we learn to look properly, we rectify everything. This is the secret of Eishas Chayel Ataris Baila, the secret of the Hespid that Avram Avinu comes to give on Sarah Imenu the secret of everything that appears to be low, which is Malchus, is in truth going to be revealed to be the highest. Everything that appears dark by others is is going to be the Makam of Or for us. And in that place, in that place of Friday night, when this world and all of its lowliness is transformed into a holiness, which is the secret of Kiddush and singing Eishas Chayel, that's the secret of the Hespit of Sarah. That's the secret of Maras Machpela, which is the Shem Havaya, the Dun, which is simply the lowest expression of the Shem Havaya, which is Yud Vav Dalit, Hey, Hey, Vav Vav, Hey, Hey, referred to as Maras Machpela. 
Machpelah. It's nothing but a doubled copy of itself. It's so real that it doesn't shift from the inside to the outside. And with that perspective, where you have the capacity to uncover the light of Eishas Chayla, Taras to see the good wherever it is and to value every ounce of experience in this world. When other people are looking, they see darkness. We have the ability to see the Or HaOyres Be'ezra Sashem. The music is by Zusha. For more from the Shefa Podcast Network, visit our Facebook page and please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.